Hello everyone, welcome to Red Bull Tiger Talk. I'm your host, Dr. D. Santis, and he's back, the one, the only, Dane Street, the director of athletics for Ridgefield High School. Dane, we're so glad to have you back because this is the first sports update of the 2022-23 school year, and uh, you got a lot to, to update us about. Yeah, so we've got, what, a good four or five hours, right, that I can bring you up to speed on all <laughs> exactly. the exciting stuff? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great to be back, Wes. I always appreciate having a chance to talk with you. And, um, you know, at this point, it's it's perfect timing. We're, we're sort of wrapping up the fall, getting ready for the winter. Uh, lots to talk about. So happy to jump right in. Now, uh, we are recording this show Thursday morning and on the, uh, the 17th, which means the show will come out uh Friday morning, the 18th. By the way, people who are listening, there will be no podcast next week because it is Thanksgiving and it's a shortened week. So uh, hopefully the podcast will return either right the week after or the week after that, depending if we can get the guests on the show. Uh, but we had games last night. Uh, there's there's good news, not so great news. There's a, It's been a whole whole storied affair here uh, in the sports world. So yeah, uh, me, the I would say the... The, I would call myself below a novice, but but Dane, you've been working with me very well to get me to understand all of the different sports ball out there, uh, and uh, thank you for that. But yeah, yeah. So uh, like, what? Let's kind of get into it. Like, what? I guess we'll start with uh, fall sports. Yeah, I mean, we might as well just jump right in with the events from last night. I mean, yeah. last, you know, we're at that point in the year where um, we're we're coming down the tail end of the fall. At the beginning of this week, we still had a few teams left in, in state tournament play. Um, and, you know, two of them were in action last night. So the, the first one was our girls soccer team. Um, they were in the, the class double L state semifinals last night. They had had a bye in the first round of this tournament because they did so well in the regular season. And then they had two nice wins um, at home. One of them was a very exciting penalty kick shootout win in the second round of the tournament. And then they advanced and, and had a phenomenal game against EO Smith in the in the quarterfinal round. They won that game 4-0 and uh, really looked awesome. And then last night they got a little bit tripped up. So I don't know, you know, it's yeah. it's hard. You get to the end of the season, it's hard to to make sure that you're on top of your game every single day. Um, and they were up against an undefeated Cheshire team, the number one seed in the tournament. And, uh, you know, just just didn't go our way last night. They played, they played well, but um, ended up on the short end of a 2-1 score. So... So their season comes to an end a little bit earlier than we'd hoped. Um, you know, obviously that team has had a history of success recently and yep. a couple of state titles, and they were hoping to get back there this year. Um, so just a little bit shy of that, but, you know, certainly a successful season for them. And, uh, you know, and not a lot of seniors on that team. So the future is bright for that program for sure, hoping that uh, they can continue to grow and, and maybe get back to that title game next year. But you know, that's certainly not to diminish the successes of the season for them. They had a great year and, um, you know, lots to be proud of for those girls. That's awesome. That's awesome. And again, you know, we wish we, they, you know, they uh, could clinch it, but they, they did great. I mean, that's awesome that they had such a successful season. And you even said there's not many seniors, so it is a younger team. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, they've, they've done well. Our coach yep. Ian Golding has done a nice job of, building that program in a way that it's always ready to reload and compete at a really high level year. After yeah. Year. So, you know, I have no doubt that they're going to come back uh, next year just as strong and, and we'll see what happens, but you know, it's always Great. hard to, to have the end of the season and for our seniors, the end of their careers, that's yeah, the piece, but um, 
such is the nature of high school sports. So, yep. <laughs> um, you know, we'll, we'll expect big things from them coming, coming next fall. But, um, but our other event last night was um, the girls swim team competed at the CIAC class double L championship meet, and uh, happy to say that they came away with the class double L title. So wow, dominant performance for them last night. I mean, at the end of the day, it, it really wasn't even close. Um, I think the final scores were, uh, I think we won by something like over 100 points. Um, which in swimming is, is significant, you know, that, yeah. that is a big result. So that team has been uh, really, um, they flew under the radar early in the season. And then they had a meet a few weeks into the season where they swam against Greenwich, who's always been a state powerhouse. Yep. And Cheshire that was on something like a 76 or 77 um, meet win streak. And they swam against Oof. both of them on the same night at Cheshire and they beat them both. And so that sort of put our girls on the map as a team that really was going to make some noise this year. And uh, and they certainly have lived up to that. They finished off a, an undefeated regular season as far as dual meets. Then they went down and won the FCAC championship. Um, and then last night they won the class double L championship. So wow. they are rolling and they've got one more, you know, you look at the at the list of things that they want to accomplish. There's one more left and that's a state open title. So um, that will be competed on Sunday this week down at Yale. So, oh wow! Still time if you're listening to this yeah. podcast, you got time to get tickets and get to Yale on Sunday yeah. afternoon uh, to see our girls swim for a state open title. And um, gotta believe they're they're going to be one of the favorites in in that meet as well. So, um, just some phenomenal performances from last night. A couple of quick shout outs. Uh, overall, they did finish. I, I just pulled it up here while we're talking. 761 points. Second place was Greenwich at 627, so that's wow. you know almost 140 points. Wow, that is a uh, that is a dominant performance. So that was really fun to be a part of last night. Um, it's funny, swimming is the only thing I know about because that's what I did in high school. Yeah, and I know Yale is a very fast pool. Yeah, and so, it's also a, a very fun environment. It is that pool is fast. Yeah, it's right. You know, the the bleachers on the sides are are they go all the way around it. They're yep. they're kind of steep, and so you feel like you're right on top of the pool. It's an awesome environment. Yeah, definitely get tickets to that. That is a a really cool place to to see competition. It is really cool and Yale pool. Yeah. So a couple of our girls last night, just uh, some individual winners. Riley McGerald won two events last night. She was the the state champ in the 200 IM and the 100 breaststroke. And Lily Archibald was an individual winner in the 100 back. Um, but overall, it was evident by watching the meet that it was a, truly a team performance. I mean, you know, swim meets have usually either C finals, B finals, and A finals, sometimes just two of them. But um, really, the A final is like the the, the top seeded t uh, kids coming into that. Yeah. Um, and last night, I mean, almost every A final, we had at least one, if not two, or sometimes three swimmers in the A final. So, you know, the depth of our team is tremendous. And, um, you know, those individual winners certainly, certainly helped lead the charge. But uh, one of the other big accomplishments last night, um, we set two school records that were so fast, they were actually Connecticut state records last night as well, which is wow. unbelievable. That so, is crazy. Um, a quick note on those, it was the, the 200 freestyle relay was Lily Archibald, Maddie Muncie, Bridget Kelly, and Kira Giles. 
and the 400 freestyle relay was Lily Archibald, Bridget Kelly, Ava Ward, and Kira Giles. So the fastest times ever in the state of Connecticut in those two events. So um, definitely worth a shout out to those girls and um, looking to see if they can, you know, raise that bar even more this yep. Sunday at the Open. Um, <laughs> And, and again, you know, we talked about the soccer team and, and the future for them because they're all young. I mean, uh, the swim team has a lot of underclassmen as well, lots of yeah. contributions from juniors, sophomores, freshmen. So, you know, we hope that this is the beginning of a, sort of a new dynasty in, in the state in terms of girls swim because uh, this team definitely has, um, has what it takes to, to continue to be successful year after year. Wow, that is really, really cool. And um, But we still have some other really cool news from some of the other sports too, like field hockey and soccer. And, and this just goes to show my ignorance. Other sports are still going on like football and whatnot. Yeah. So the yeah. only sports that are still left this week and into next week are the swim team um, yep. getting at the open Sunday, as we've said, and football has their last regular season game next Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving. That's the yep. annual game that we play with Danbury. So that one's going to be at home this year. Um, you know, football has had a, a tough season. It, they've yeah. just been bit by the injury bug. And um, I think from the beginning of the season until now, they're down nine starters just based off of injuries that knock people out for the for the season, whether it's torn ACLs or, you know, our starting quarterback, Justin yep. Keller, broke his collarbone at Trumbull. Oh, so, you know, just just things that and they're not necessarily dirty plays or anything like that. Yeah. It's just it's a it's a contact sport and injuries happen. And unfortunately, yep. we've had. Um, more than our fair share of them this year. So, so they go into that Danbury game four and five, hoping to get that win and finish the season at 500. And, um, you know, hopefully people will, will turn out and support them in their last game of the season. Um, field hockey girls had a nice season as well. Uh, uh, very strong, only two losses in the regular season and uh, made it to the state quarters where they faced Wil a, a very good Wilton team um, and, and came up a little bit short last Friday. But um, yeah, really good run for them too. And they continue to climb the ranks. You know, I, I like to think about a lot of our sports in terms of how we stack up, not just with the FCAC, but the state. Yeah. In some of our sports, the, the FCAC teams are the best teams in the state. There's yeah. no question. And field hockey is one of those sports. I mean, if you look at, you know, the championships in, in the state brackets for field hockey, it's almost always got at least a couple of FCAC teams in each final. So, you know, the fact that we play some of the best teams in the state during the regular season, then we play them in the conference tournament, yeah. then we play them in the state tournament. It's like, <laughs> you know, you just are, are hoping for that um, breakthrough year. But um, yeah, but they've done a great job there. And, um, you know, they're really establishing themselves as one of the best programs in the state, even though they haven't pulled home that uh, that state title just yet. I don't I don't think it's far off for that program. And, and the last, you know, last program I'd probably mentioned for the fall were the the cross country teams, which yeah. you know, they they sort of wrap up a little bit earlier than everybody else, but um, very successful teams uh, this yeah. year for both the boys and the girls. Uh, the girls were the FCAC champs this year. Um, their top two runners were Elizabeth Bonacore and Georgia Keller, um, and so they they did a, a great job all year. They ended up second place at the double L meet. They ended up, um, they overcame a, an injury during the, the open race and managed yeah. to qualify. So they were the last team. They finished sixth at the state open. So they did get, get to compete at New England and, uh, and they rebounded nicely there and they finished fifth. So top five finish for all of New England. So that's us, Massachusetts, wow. Rhode Island, you know, Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire. So to have the fifth best uh, finish up there was really something special. And, and same thing for the boys, you know, um, they peaked at just the right time. 
Uh, Stephen Hergenrother has been one of the top runners in, in over the last couple of weeks, and we we knew it was coming. You know, the coaches actually held him out of a lot of dual meets this year to to yeah. kind of train properly and prep for the championship season, and um, he definitely peaked at the right time. He he won the FCAC championship. Uh, they went to the Class Double L meet where where he won that race, and the team finished fourth. Um, then he won the state open, and the the team finished second. And and then they went to New England's and he came up one spot short, finished second in all oh. of New England. Um, but the the team as a whole finished third. So, you know, our cross country programs are really flying high. Um, That's awesome. You know, Coach Kowalski on the boys side and Coach McKetty on the girls side um, did a great job this year working together uh, and getting those kids ready to race at a really high level. So. Um, very exciting stuff for them. And, and both of those coaches and their assistant coaches coach year round. It's, it's cross country, then indoor and then outdoor. And so, um, you know, it gives them the ability to really help these kids train properly over the course of the entire year. And, um, and it shows, you know, they're, they're doing a great job with the planning and the training and, and the results are there at the end of the season. So, um, so yeah, that's, it's been a really, again, a really successful fall, very exciting stuff going on. And, uh, as we get through this weekend and next week, then we'll turn the turn the page and start getting ready for winter. So some exciting stuff uh, this year already and, yeah. and more to come. So uh, I also know that there's a, a little side project going on. We've all been working on it a little bit. Uh, it's a village. It's also being headed up by uh, Katie Blake, a new teacher at the high school who does family consumer science and some video stuff. Uh, uh, what can we say right now about Tiger TV? Yeah, Tiger TV is coming along. They, yeah. um, you know, it, it, it was sort of, it's it's been a growing process, right? Yes. So last year was just sort of dipping our toe in the water, so to speak. And then this year when we found Katie, who's in the family consumer science department, but has a background in, in video production um, and TV production, you know, it, it was a perfect fit. So she yep. was happy to come on as the advisor and has been working with the kids you know, it's still established just as a club and they, they don't get to meet all that often. It's usually once or twice a week. Um, so it's not like you can get a ton of things done in that amount yeah. of time. Um, but they um, have really started to focus on planning and getting things organized so that they can do a lot more coverage of different events. Yeah. And it's not just athletics, but I've been working with her a lot to say, hey, here's the stuff that's coming up to athletics. You know, let's, yep. let's see if we can make something work with it. Um, but they put together a really nice video package for the homecoming week. Yes. Um, so if people didn't see that, I think I tweeted it out a little bit, a little while back, but I, it should be available on our YouTube channel as well, um, RHS Athletics. Um, but that was a really nice package. Kind of shows what yep. goes on behind the scenes to prepare for um, to prepare for a big event like homecoming, which it's worth mentioning, uh, taking a minute to talk about homecoming. It was phenomenal yes. this year. You know, I, I don't know. Probably a lot of our listeners were were there. Um, it was one of the largest crowds, probably the largest crowd that I've had at a football game here in Ridgefield. Um, we estimated around 3000 people at that game, which is really phenomenal. Yeah. Um, game against Wilton Friday night. Weather was good. Um, That's so cool. You know, the Tigers lair um, had a nice a nice. Uh, communication with with the Wilton fans. Um, yeah, as everyone knows, we, we lost a student here this fall, Nia Simpson. And so our Tigers Lair decided they wanted this to be 
um, a green out game. And so everybody wore green shirts and, and, and donned their green apparel because that was Nia's favorite color. And, uh, and Wilton even jumped in on that with a, That's awesome. a great show of sportsmanship. It really set the, a great tone for the evening because it was, it was less rivalry and more communities coming together. Um, That's great. And it was re- it was really something special. And and then at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, we had a, a win on the football field as well, which was was nice for those guys. So, um, yeah, that was a really fun event. Um, but if you didn't have a chance to see the Tiger TV bit on it, I would recommend checking it out because it does talk about all the things that happen behind the scenes to make that work. So. And if, if the audience has heard my keyboard, what I've just done is I'm adding the link in the show description to watch the homecoming video. Perfect. So if you're listening to this and you want to know, just uh, in your favorite podcasting app, just scroll down to the description and click the link and you can see the really cool Tiger TV video of homecoming. Yeah, that was really, it was really fun. And, and yeah. now we're working with Katie and the Tiger TV crew um, to try to get some things going in terms of previews for the winter season. So they've been mm-hmm. talking with coaches and captains and, um, you know, just trying to continue to um, to put more out there. You know, as I've said yep. before on this podcast, our athletics department isn't just about the athletes. There's lots of other ways to be involved, and this is yep. certainly one of them. So, uh, people that are interested in that line of work, or or maybe have a future career in uh, video production, or or any of the stuff that goes on surrounding athletic events, um, it, it's a nice opportunity to get involved. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, I am just going to say that, uh, you know, in the not too distant future, we're hoping to maybe give course offerings at the high school for media production, because we feel that it is a, it's, it's a much needed area, especially in today's day and age where you're putting yourself out there in so many different mediums. If you're working in the modern job market, there's, you know, a lot of people have to make videos of themselves and promote themselves in certain ways. And we feel that this is a great opportunity for growth here at the high school for opportunities for our students. So it's, everyone wins with this. I think it's a great, it's a great opportunity for us. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, right now they're operating as a club, really only getting together during flex periods, a couple days a week, and we've been able to do some really good things. So, you know, if it, if it does get approved as a course and is offered, next year, you know, people that are interested should certainly look at that because I can't imagine how many things we can do when they're meeting more frequently and have more time together to do some of the editing and put video packages together and stuff like that. So it could be, could be really, really fun. All right. Now, before we end the show, any quick uh, previews of winter sports coming up that you want to give us a little tidbits on? Yeah, we had a couple of good meetings this past week. I met with, uh, you know, I always do a preseason coaches meeting with my winter coaches that was well attended. Um, you know, we go through all the stuff that we have to go through in terms of uh, reviewing concussion protocols and all the all the nuts and bolts of, of what happens for coaches day in and day out. But um, but it's also really nice to just get together with that group. Uh, we have veteran coaches in our winter programs um, who have a, a ton of experience and, and can really bounce things off of each other and and help each other um, find ways to, to set their teams up for success and, and really set our entire department up for success. So it's always nice to get that group together and talk. Um, we do have two new head coaches for the winter season. Uh, Peter Buffundo joins us as the new girls ice hockey coach oh. and, and Joe Regan takes over the wrestling program. So i um, excited to have those two guys aboard. And, um, you know, those programs are, are two that are right, uh, you know, they are, they are primed to uh, to really jump up the ranks in terms of, of what they're able to accomplish as well. So both of those guys are bringing good energy to the table and, and excited to, to get them going. 
But in terms of the rest of the winter, I mean, you know, you go down the list and there's there's a tradition of excellence with our winter programs that I would expect is going to continue. You know, our boys basketball program has won four FCAC titles in a row. And, and you know, despite the fact that they graduate, you know, key players every year and uh, they're always reloading and ready to go for the, for each season. So I expect them to be right in the mix. Same with girls basketball. You know, we do have two new cheer coaches this year, Ashley Lowney and Brianna Polici. Uh, worked with our cheerleaders in the fall season and uh, they're really you know really looking good and and like they're going to to compete at a high level this winter too so looking forward to that um and obviously our dance team defending state and new england champs so yeah you know there there is a, a high bar because the our teams have done so well in the in the winter season so um you know excited to see what they can do and you know i mentioned peter with girls ice hockey but coach gallagher with the boys ice hockey team are the defending fcac champs so you know, the, the sky's the limit this winter. I mean, we have a lot of really good programs um, that should be competing for league and state titles, just like we do every year. So really excited to see what uh, what transpires over the next couple of months. Ooh, so I know, uh, I know our ski team's excited, too. We already had a little bit of the white stuff, which is exactly, so, um, you know, they're excited too to get to get on the mountain and start yeah. training. And, uh, you know, they're always right in the mix as well. So, so I haven't looked at. I haven't looked at the the future winter models, but just judging from how already cold it's been, I don't know. This might be a fun winter. <laughs> yeah, well, fun. You know, the air quotes around fun there depends on who you're asking, right? Exactly. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our, our ski team will never uh, complain about too much snow. The rest of them, eh, sometimes it can be a little bit of a pain. If oh yeah. Schedule stuff, but. Uh, no, it, it should be good. And, um, you know, especially in New England here and, and especially for a sport like skiing, as long as it's cold, we don't need a yeah. ton of snow. Like we can make the snow as long as it stays cold enough. So, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we'll hope that uh, hope for a cold winter that uh, that helps that team out. So. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll probably have you back some point after Christmas to give us the winter sports update. Uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, super excited to have you on. All the great stuff going on in uh, RHS Athletics. We got winter sports coming up. We're doing cool stuff with Tiger TV. Um, homecoming was a really great outing. Uh, so again, thank you so much, uh, Dane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just one more thing I wanted to add is is if people haven't checked out our new athletics website, um, oh, yes. go to the high school page, check it out. We really tried to do a lot of work on that this uh, this summer and over the course of the fall. Uh, Jessica DeLuca, who works in our department, both as the department secretary, but also our head field hockey coach, uh, really put a ton of time into that um, to try to get more information out there for people that are interested. Um, so definitely uh, check that out if you get a chance. Oh, absolutely. It is a very nice site. Uh, Thank I, you. I, uh, wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, definitely check out the new site. It's uh, it's And it's constantly updated too now which is yeah. very nice it's very easy for dane and company to update the site so uh, all right well again thank you so much for taking the time out of your super duper busy schedule uh because, always happy to join you wes yeah <laughs> and uh thank also our awesome audience all of you listening to us remember we need more listeners so if you're listening to richfield tiger talk tell your friends everyone you know your family just go on any podcasting app type in ridgefield with a top thing that pops up just subscribe and enjoy the show uh i think that's it remember we are not on next week we're wishing everyone here a uh, happy and healthy and safe thanksgiving break and we will return either the week or the week after of thanksgiving break and uh that's about it so this is uh dr d with dane signing off have a good one